0: Welcome to the Astrology Rocks podcast for the week of August 20, 2012, brought to you by Sastrology. I'm Michelle Suzanne, author of your weekly forecast at Sastrology. You'll also find me at starstruckastrology.org. Regular listeners will know that I normally co-host this podcast with my friend and colleague, Jeffrey Kishner, editor and publisher of Sastrology. Unfortunately for us, Jeffrey will not be joining me on these podcasts any longer, as he announced last week. So, dear listener, I'm flying solo for now, and I will rely on your feedback to ensure that you still enjoy these podcasts. With that in mind, let's talk about what's up in the skies this week. The sun's been transiting its home sign of Leo for the past four weeks, and just before it wraps up up its tour, uh, the sun will make a harmonious angle of 60 degrees, that's called a sextile, with energetic and feisty Mars. Uh, who incidentally is also moving to another sign this week. We'll get there in a minute. So the sun and Leo will sextile Mars and Libra on Monday, August the 20th. And this brings a strong energetic boost to you physically, and it boosts your creative energy as well. Leo is the sign of the actor, for instance, and Libra is strongly so- associated with artistry. So, if your work or hobby involves flexing your creative brain, get your muse fired up and make the most of this energy. Mars is also associated with a sex drive, so lovers may welcome the spike in their libido. Uh, It's useful to know that a sextile aspect is flowing energy, but you still have to work it. It doesn't deliver goodies to your doorstep. However, when you do apply some effort, your work flows easily. And from your efforts, an opportunity may come along. You can make the most of this energy throughout the rest of August, but it's strongest on Monday. So see what you can do with that. Sun sextile Mars. All right. As we move through the week, on Wednesday, August 22nd, the sun leaves Leo for Virgo. Now that's a noticeable shift between these two signs, even though they're side by side on the zodiac wheel. All right, so whereas Leo is a fire sign, Virgo operates through the earth element. Now, earth signs bring greater awareness of our earthly vessels, our bodies, as well as our planet. In the case of Virgo, we're dealing with the relationship of the virgin archetype with the body. So whilst all the earth signs, Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn, enjoy sexuality, with Virgo there's a sacredness to sex, and you may notice that in the coming weeks. By the way, if you're if you're into a Virgo, know that Virgo's place a premium on good hygiene and good grammar people. <laughs> Be clean and smart and then you've got a chance at getting them between the sheets. Uh, okay, Virgo is the second sign, okay? The first one is Taurus. So Virgo is able to look beyond the needs of itself, which is what Taurus energy is heavily invested with. And Virgo reaches out to others in need. And this is why Virgo is so drawn to being of service, to helping other people. They help because they believe it's the right thing for them to do. When a Virgo lends a hand, they don't make a big deal of it either. They don't need a parade. They don't need a plaque with their name on it. Um, as a rule, Virgos are modest and humble. Okay? Virgo's a mutable sign, meaning it's adaptable. When you get a surge of Virgo energy, whether in your natal chart or by transits, you're better able to prepare for shifts, and we've got shifts literally coming in the form of a seasonal shift next month, and a shift coming with the exact hit of Uranus square Pluto September 15th. Uh, We'll cover that in future podcasts. So for now, know that your relationship to your body and to the planet will come into stronger focus. This is a time for you to consider your nutrition and various habits and routines that either are helping or harming your health. So these next four weeks until September 22nd may also see you reaching out to help others more, Or you may be heavily inversed in work that involves Virgo's gift for writing, editing, analyzing, comparing, fact-checking, number crunching, any type of work that requires focus and attention to detail. Uh, You're going to get a boost from the sun's transit through Virgo. You know, there's a bit of irony, really, as I mentioned Virgo's Gift for Detail, because the same day that the sun enters Virgo, Mercury, which is Virgo's ruling planet and is currently in Leo, Mercury makes a sweet sextile to Jupiter. Now, why am I finding that a little ironic? Well, for starters, Jupiter is not a planet that zooms in on detail. Jupiter pans out and sees the big picture. Secondly, Jupiter's in the sign of Gemini. Um, Now, Gemini, like Virgo, is very information-driven, but unlike Virgo, Gemini likes multiple threads of info. Forget the detail. So when Mercury sextiles Jupiter on Wednesday, we've got this mix of energy that says, let's take in as much information as we can, while Sun in Virgo then tries to process that information and do something useful with it. You know, I like the fact that Mercury and the Sun are now in mutual reception. And for newcomers to astrology, mutual reception means the Sun is in Mercury's sign and Mercury is in the Sun's sign. They've done a temporary home swap, and this helps them function as a team. Okay, people, how can you make the most of Wednesday? Mercury, sextile, Gemini... Mercury sextile Jupiter, excuse me, can really help you push beyond your mental and creative boundaries. New ideas can be very exciting, and you're in the flow of information and all kinds of mental stimulation. But this is distracting energy too, okay? Um, Or you can easily get overwhelmed by information and options. Uh, So just try to stay on course, people. If you happen to be looking for an agent, a publisher, a PR team, a lawyer, a doctor, a teacher, mentor, or coach, Wednesday's a day you need to be out there and connecting with the appropriate people. All right? Connecting with appropriate people will take on much greater intensity all the way through September when Mars enters Scorpio on Thursday, August 23rd. Mars is the classic ruler of Scorpio. Pluto is the modern ruler. So, Scorps, even though nobody tells you what to do, you have got two planetary rulers. By the way, those of you with your rising sign or any planets in Scorpio will likely notice a major boost in your energy. With Mars in your sign, confidence is at an all-time high and a dab'll do ya. Think of Mars as a cologne or perfume. You don't want to overdo it. So rather than letting Mars drive you, it's to your advantage to harness its energy so that you don't blast everyone out of the water, even if your intentions are really good. That's something for all of us to keep in mind, not just our Scorpio friends. Okay, so Mars and Scorpio brings out a person's sexual charisma and the libido gets a boost. Okay, Scorpio energy is not just sexual, but deeply invested in psychology as well. So there's an enhanced ability now to just dig deeper and to drill down. If you've got this burning desire to understand yourself or someone else more deeply, Mars and Scorpio is an ally. Anybody in any type of therapy may make some marked progress over the coming weeks. Let's just talk about Scorpio symbols because we've got two, some say three symbols for Scorpio. We've got the scorpion. Uh, that's that's Mars's badass side, the Scorpio. That's uh, when the scorpion, you know, lashes out and stings someone who hurts you. Okay, um, but Scorpio's other symbol is the phoenix. And with brave Mars now in this sign there 's a real ability to rise from the ashes and I find this particularly hopeful and i 'm encouraged by the additional help we get when, on Sunday, Mars trines Neptune for newcomers to astrology, a trine is a harmonious angle of one hundred and twenty degrees. The energy flows it 's like driving down a clear lane on the freeway. When does that happen? So Mars is about action and the ability to assert yourself if necessary. And in Scorpio, your activities can become laser-focused. That's really helpful because Neptune energy is anything but laser-focused. Neptune brings you into awareness of the divine as well as creative energy. Now, Neptune rules the waters of our planet. So, if you consider the gradual eroding effect of water, it gives you an idea of how Neptune dissolves things, or at least blurs the lines. You know, think of a Monet painting, for instance. If you've ever seen a Monet painting, you know that you cannot look at it up close. You need to step back from it in order to see what the picture actually is. If you're too close to the painting, everything is soft and blurry, it doesn't really register, you don't really know what you're looking at, that's a very Neptunian kind of vibration. Okay, So when Mars and Neptune trine each other, and this is going on actually through the end of August. Uh, Mars gives Neptune a jolt of energy and Neptune softens Mars's rough edges. And at the same time, they team up to bring us this inspirational vibe that just makes you want to be more than you are, you know, whether that's more creative or more spiritually oriented and it enhances your ability to be like the the Phoenix and soar. Now, Neptune's energy is really strong right now because not only is Mars activating it through the trine, but as soon as the sun enters Virgo, it moves into an opposition with Neptune. Now, that that alignment is precise on Friday, August the 24th, and that's when you'll feel it the most, but we're building towards it now. So, you know, are you feeling foggy, dreamy? Are you feeling a little more tired than usual? Or do you feel like disappearing or wish you were invisible? You want to escape into your imagination or a bottle of something? That's Neptune's vibe being triggered by the sun's opposition to it. Now, one thing that's helpful to know is that when two planets are in a tug of war, we have options as to how we choose to experience that energy. It's fairly common for another person to play one of the opposing planets in your own little solar system of a world, okay? And you play the other planet uh, as if you were both characters in a story or play or movie. So who plays whom, you may well ask. It depends. Are you a dreamy soul who has a hard time keeping your feet on the ground or staying focused? If so, you're probably playing Neptune, and someone else may come along and stand in as the sun in Virgo. You may hear them say something along the lines of you're too spaced out, or you haven't provided enough information, or perhaps there were errors in your work, that type of idea. If on the other hand you're fairly grounded, you pay attention to detail, you've got an analytical mind, you really know how to spot a solution, you're probably the star as Sun in Virgo, and you may have to contend with some kind of Neptune character who tells you, for instance, that you need to lighten up, or asks you if you've, you know, ever if you ever take a break. Or perhaps they'll quit that you lack imagination or something like that. Okay, so regardless of which side of the opposition you're sitting on, you may feel as if someone else is in some way against you, or at the very least not for you. And yeah, that's a drag. But if you don't succumb to getting blue about that, there's probably some valuable information for you. You know, open your perspective. That's one of the silver linings with the sun opposite Neptune. You're being shown where you are too heavily invested and how you need to bring in some opposing complementary balancing energy. Are you too facts-driven, too reliant on linear information? Then explore your imagination or at least find some fiction to read Fiction, people, autobiographies and biographies do not count. Uh, Ditto for documentaries if you're a film buff. We're talking fiction, something that exercises your imagination. On the other hand, are you too spacey, too impractical? Are you wasting too much time? If so, you need a dose of Virgo. You need to stimulate your logical brain. Do some Virgo activities like make a list of tasks for the day and get to them one by one. One day at a time, folks. You're not making a list for the entire week. It's one day at a time. With, Mar- with Neptune, you need to just sort of counter that energy and focus in on one thing at a time. So, dear listener, a planetary opposition provides you with an opportunity to get off the seesaw and quit going from one end of the spectrum to the other. There is a middle ground, and that's what you aim to find with Sun opposite Neptune. So this is your chance to explore staying in touch with Neptune's spiritual vibe while you stay grounded, for instance. You do not have to be tuned out or stoned to get high. This energy can help seekers incorporate your spiritual practice into your everyday life and to move beyond prayer or meditation and into being a practical service to someone who needs just your unique dose of energy. All right, let us get to the final headliner of this week. There is a first quarter square moon in Sagittarius on Friday, August the 24th. So here's how the moon's monthly cycle works, okay? We get a new moon each month. Last week, that was seven days ago, we had one in Leo, okay? Now a week later, the moon makes a right angle with the sun. That's a 90 degree angle. We call it a a square, Okay, And this represents a turning point of sorts. You have to work more efficiently to counter the potential fly in the ointment that comes to light light, right now. Usually when we have the first quarter square moon, some kind of hurdle presents itself and you go, Oh crap, I didn't see that coming. So you just have to press on and work a little bit harder. Now, if we take last week's Leo New Moon, that was really about the conviction to live by the code of your own heart and to engage with the creative forces of life more directly. So this first quarter square moon in visionary Sagittarius urges you to keep fueling your dream. You do this by honoring the sun in Virgo's code of taking daily practical steps towards your goal. It's not sexy, but it's real, and it will get you there, okay? You do not get to your goal by simply dreaming and visualizing. You need you need to really work this energy. Even if you're feeling really pulled by Neptune's, let's just dream about it some more energy, okay? I'm bringing Neptune back into the conversation, or rather monologue. I miss you, Jeffrey Kishner. We're bringing Neptune back in here because... Neptune is pulled into this first quarter square. The moon is squaring Neptune along with the sun while the sun opposes Neptune. This, is, this really equals big, idealistic dreams. But the sun in Virgo reminds us that you've got to have a plan. So you break that big dream down by attending to daily tasks that will help you accomplish it. The reward comes through your toil. Speaking of reward, that's a very Jupiter-like word. And Jupiter is the ruler of this Sagittarius moon on Friday. So we need to see what Jupiter's up to. Uh, It just so happens that Jupiter is opposing the moon at the time of its its first square. Uh, So, you know, anytime Jupiter makes an opposition to one of the celestial bodies, you've got to ask yourself how big you want to go. Jupiter doesn't do small. And why would it? It's the largest planet in our solar system. Now, the fact that Jupiter is in Gemini, where it tends to overcompensate by trying every single option it encounters, should be read as an amber signal. Slow down and use the discretionary energy of the Sun and Virgo to focus on what you truly need and desire. And you might need to consider doing away with something. You know, it's that, that old too much of a good thing thing. All right, friends, um, I'm going to wrap up this week's Astrology Rocks podcast. I thank you very much for tuning in. It's my first one without Jeffrey, whom I have missed dearly. Uh, I've missed bouncing everything off of him. So I will leave you with a gentle caution to make the most of this week's cosmic energy by focusing on one or two essential things rather than spreading yourself too thin. There's a big old cosmic buffet before you, but you don't have to sample every dish that will pull you away from not closer to your goal. If you could benefit from some astrological guidance or some coaching to keep you on target, I am happy to be of service. Again, I am Michelle Suzanne. You will find me not only at sastrology.com, but at starstruckastrology.org. All of my services are coming to you at a discount of 25% off throughout August. It seems a fitting time to get ready for fall when life becomes more hectic. Until next week, be well. Bye for now.